Welcome to Bar Chat Shorts. This is Tristan Stevenson. On this episode of Shorts, we're going back to season one of Bar Chat. Wow, that seems like a long time ago. When I was joined by Sean Finter and Declan McGurk. In the clip, you will hear me describe my experiences of opening my first bar and all the energy, luck and foolishness that it entailed. And then we will get Sean and Declan's take on transitioning from bartender to bar operator. My first bar, Pearl, right here in London, 10 years ago, opened almost to the day, actually. It was, it's nearly exactly 10 years since it opened. Um, we, you know, we, we, were, we were in there painting, decorating, knocking down walls, tiling floors. We built the back bar. So we, apart from electricians, we didn't bring in any outside contractors because we didn't have any money. Um, and we knew we just needed to get this place open and start trading. We did very little market research. We didn't. We just knew we wanted to make nice drinks, and, and we knew the kind of environment we wanted to offer our guests. But it was so foolish. Like we we really went into it very unprepared, and it was only really through a lot of luck, mostly to do with timing. I think you know, it was a good good time in London to actually open the kind of bar we opened, which was sort of along the speakeasy vibe. Um, and, and the fact that we, we were good bartenders and we knew that we could serve great drinks and we were pretty hospitable that we actually made it work. Um, because I know from experience having opened subsequent bars, you know, they they don't always work out like that. You know, sometimes things go awry and you can plan all you like and probably better prepared than we were with the first one. And yet still things can fall apart and you don't get the trade or the customers or for whatever the reason, the profitability that you, you expected. Um, anyway, that's enough about me. <laughs> uh, well, I, I just, I'm just going to say that, you know, I was 26, so only a year older than you were. And, and it's true. You don't know what you don't know at that age. But if, you know, you do know, if you've got a, a gift, a collective gift as a team that you can, you can go, like, uh, like yourself, I found that you can figure out uh, an awful lot on the fly if you've got youth and energy and, mm. And some momentum, mm. and and the industry is pretty forgiving, you know, for for those that that put their heart out there and 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 are giving it their all every night. You know, we made so many mistakes in our first year, but we just gained momentum on the way through because our our guests kind of watched us go and watched us grow, and it was uh, it was entertaining for them. Of course, they mm. wanted a good experience while they're there, though. Yeah, I think uh, sort of what I would sort of say though the avant-garde approach and it can work and of course the energy of people can make a bar work but I do think that I've witnessed so many people go in and open a place and maybe not be 100% prepared and the worst thing to see is then that they start losing what they're good at as well and uh, an advisory tone I always believe is um, it doesn't matter what stage you're going at if you are going into a business I think you need to be able to not only understand a P&L report but actually write it I've seen so many people who haven't really understood how all those lines add up uh, and then suddenly they they haven't set themselves up for success and the stress means that their personality changes uh, that might mean that they lose their leadership it might mean they lose the thrill with the guests it might mean they lose their energy and of course you're your story of Pearl is a great story and I remember going in there as you were building it you could see your guy's energy there was no way you were going to fail um, but at the same time I've seen other people in similar situations where I thought the same and then weeks later months later the stress is just wearing them down they become a prisoner to their business um, and they 
probably at the early stages haven't really looked at what are all the contributing factors that are going to be needed to make that business work so they can enjoy it. Mm. It's the thing is, it's one of those things like owning a bar is is kind of seen as as the as the pinnacle of your of your career. It's that major kind of rite of passage that 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 big step that a lot of bartenders want to one day take. Um, but I just think that so many people, and me included, go into it with kind of rose-tinted glasses, you know, imagining this, you know, tending bar one evening, you know, your regulars come in, you chat, and it's just this wonderful dynamic that is effortless, and yet there's so much that goes on behind the scenes in order to keep a business ticking along nicely. And, um, it, you, you know, you're just not prepared for it, I don't think. Yeah, there's almost a lack of transparency. People don't really reveal what's going on with the books and uh, the businesses, and people often don't realise actually how hard it is to make an independent bar profitable. Thanks for listening to this edition of Bar Chat Shorts. If you liked what you heard, do remember to go and check out the full-length episodes, which are available now to stream through your favourite podcast platform. And if you haven't already, make sure you become a Diageo Bar Academy member. It's free. Head over to diageobaracademy.com for the latest industry news, events and inspiration. And subscribe to get it emailed to you. (laughs) 